Today is April 9th. The Yankees win another series, this time doing it the hard way. They lose the first game, win the next two. Happy Easter if you celebrate it. Let's talk Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by SeatGeek Code Yanks. Get you $20 off any tickets, and you should get some tickets when the Yanks come back in town because all this team does is win series. Three series, three series wins. They're on their way to that magic number of 16 or 17 wins, whatever I said my bet was going to be. And it's uh, all the while, interesting things are happening to the roster construction, to the injuries. To the lineups, and I know it's early, but we're going to talk all about it on this episode. And Jake's excited to talk about it, but he's uh, doing vow of silence, so you're not going to hear from him in this app. DVD, how are you? I'm doing very well, Jim. Just got back from Baltimore, and yeah, Jake's Jake's silent. I think. Can you break it for the app, please? Makes this job hard. I can break it for the app. I can break it for the app. Yeah, yeah. I haven't talked. talked um. Man, I'm uh I am all sixes and sevens right now, Jim. Busy couple days. Uh going opening day in Baltimore. Little Easter, little sick. Uh accidentally streamed with Joe's for eight hours leading into that. That uh yeah, it was uh and by the way, Easter Sunday, happy Easter to everyone, happy Passover, all all the good stuff. Uh little sports apocalypse too, a little bonus masters coverage. Uh, That's where you and I differ. It's not happy Easter to everyone. Like, if you don't celebrate it, I'm not wishing you a happy Easter. I think I am. Uh, I know. We've differed for years on this. And it's it's tough, but uh, I, I'm going to lock my feet in on that, Timmer. So, uh, trees are falling at Augusta as, as putts are falling right now. Uh, and the Yankees, Jim, three for three on record day. Three for three on series. Let's go Yanks, baby. It's an underrated part of the season is are you going to have happy flights or sad flights? Yeah. And when they beat Philly, they all got on the plane and they were in a good mood. And when they beat Baltimore, they're all getting on a plane and they're in good moods. It's good mojo. Unlike that 2021 team where it was just like plane rides full of silence, nonstop. Silence. A lot of sadness that year. Ugh. Secretly. I won't bring it up anymore. You don't bring up golf, and let's talk baseball. Yanks baseball. It's fair. Here for it, man. What do you got? What questions well, do you have? Before we get into burning the games, do you want to do some of the lineup groundskeeping? Because uh, Donaldson gets hurt. Yeah. So that allows them to bring Brito back uh, for his start, which also, because the home opener got postponed, that changed the entire rotation schedule. So now they needed a fifth starter. So it was kind of nice that Donaldson, or not Donaldson per se, but the nice that they were able to bring Brito back. Um, they don't call up Peraza, if you guys remember him. They called him up last year for a little, and then and then Volpe beat him out for the spot in spring. Jeter treatment. They don't call him up, 
and he's also not playing down in AAA. And everyone's like, "What? What? What gives?" Skip and Boone said, uh, "He's dealing with a tight hamstring." So that's that. Um, so the bench is what everyone was hoping and praying it would be. It's IKF as the fourth outfielder, Hicks as the ghost, Franchi as that? a rotating starter, and Calhoun. I kind of trying to figure it out. He's Calhoun's like not trying, not sitting next to Hicks. That's his current objective. Like I don't put me next to Hicks on the plane. Don't put me next to Hicks in the dugout. Don't put me next to Hicks in the locker. I don't want my number anywhere near him. Like I don't want to be a ghost. Uh, so that's your four man bench or five with the backup catcher. Very interesting bench. <laughs> yeah. So wait, go- how come you're goatee again? Going through that timeline, every time I do an Amtrak trip, I go goatee. Uh, so, silly me. It's part of part of the sell. Uh, so, I want to start with Peraza. So Peraza, uh, Donaldson gets hurt, and everyone goes, "Oh, oh!" Because this was a question we were kind of asking earlier. Does uh, if Donaldson goes to the IL, is Peraza the call? Because then you're doing the playing time juggle again, which the Yankees seem to like. And Jimmy, you noted well in our group chat that like. Um, you know, they like that, but also we, we don't need that. Like it, it kind of works if, you know, have DJ play third. He was ranked a top 10 third baseman, have Glaber play second. He's been playing fantastic. Use the DH spot, how you need it. Uh, so if you bring Peraza back into that mix, you're going back into that game. Uh, Peraza had a couple incredible games at AAA. Again, we're diving into two-game samples at this point, but uh, he he performed well. And then, he yeah, he didn't play three straight games, and part of that was also a doubleheader. They come out, they say it's a hamstring. Um, let's we'll assume that for now and move on. So they call up Slick Willie, Willie Calhoun, who had a great spring training if you were keeping up with the games. Uh, kind of a short, thick king, so a guy, you know, if he gets at-bats, I'm instinctually going to root for. But now he's getting screwed by the Franchi show. Um, because Franchi's going, Franchi career, uh, his numbers versus righty are like league average and he's still young enough and he's an exit velo thing. He's everything the Yankees want to tap into in life. Um, that Willie Calhoun's a lefty and Hicks is only role that they think they can tap into. And the only time he participated this season is versus lefties. I'm worried about Willie Calhoun Going into the ghost role, because um, otherwise there's not a spot for him, and I I kind of feel bad for Willie right now. Well, Bader is supposed to come back kind of soon too, which throws everything into a. Honestly, hey, well, I didn't. I was celebrating Easter, so I was watching in the living room. Did right. they do the injury report? I think I missed it. Like everyone on Twitter and like Boone's original comments had him at three weeks. And then the last update I remember was that he was swinging a bat underwater. Right. And that was, I think, opening day, which is a week and a half ago. Did they say anything recently? I'm not sure I've got a Bader update. Uh, Let's see. I I can click around and find out quick. I know they did say Sevy was supposed to throw today. He's throwing tomorrow because I guess he had, like, a diesel workout yesterday. That's what they were saying. Um, So let's just make sure Sevy throws tomorrow. Um, and I think Ooh, Bader's going to play soon. And I think Rodon uh, is also throwing tomorrow. And I think if it goes well, 
like the next step is like an assignment or sim game or something like that. So um, what what's what are you seeing on Bader? I saw Kirshner wrote something today. This says uh, he's hopeful Bader can play rehab games in the next week to 10 days. Yes. So he's two weeks out. Just say May 1st. As a, it could be before May 1st, but let's just like in our brains say May 1st. It's April 10th. Say it is 10 days, right? That brings you to April 19th. Right. And then a week down at AAA. Because usually they want to get a spring training in the start of the year. So then you're at April 25th. Last week of April. I'll, I'll say that. If you want to let's pick a game, that. let's be we're better than that, Jim. This is one of, one of your favorite things to do. Oh, yeah. Bader will be back because you can find the they start a road trip on the 24th in Minnesota. On that road trip, they go the 27th to Texas or they come back home May 1st versus Cleveland. So are you going roadie or are you just wait until they're back home? They either join. He either joins the team in Texas halfway through that road trip. Uh, if everything goes smoothly, or it's May 1st versus Cleveland. I like that. I like him meeting the boys in Texas. He wants to get a flight under his belt. He likes flying. He's fascinated by planes. Yeah, probably when he thinks about it. I mean, Harrison Bader is Dan Rourke, so just and Dan Rourke didn't fly a plane on a plane until we took him to All-Star Game. Any other housekeeping? I don't believe so. Brito comes back up, starts. Oh, Loisga goes down. Yeah. That's a big one. That's a significant one. Real uh, odd usage first week. I kind of was highlighting that because in my head, I was like, this is weird and also not great. I don't know if the injury is related to that, but that's kind of my theory that making these relievers pitch through two innings when their body isn't used to it, just like firing it up, cooling down, firing it up, cooling down. Like they do that a lot, but I have no idea. Hey, it's a theory. I I can't disprove it. Um, But yeah, Jonathan Luiz got elbow inflammation. So yeah. And they kicked, uh, I think on top of that, they kicked Tommy Canely uh, to the 60 day. So like, we're not going to see Tommy tight pants for a little bit. And that was, uh, it doesn't affect, it doesn't affect his return at all. Well, Eric Boland, our, our guy who sometimes he runs, he runs pretty hot on Twitter sometimes. When Canley first got hurt at spring training, <laughs> uh, Booney said he'd be probably ready for opening day, and now he's on the 60-day IL. So I, I don't know. Things, things with Canley. They, they, said, uh, they said that on the broadcast. They asked Meredith, like, does this change his return status at all? And she said no. It's just He had already back- had the delay. It backdates is- it. I'm it just doesn't saying, affect his return. I'm saying since we first heard about Canley's injury, Things have changed a lot with him. Yes, but nothing changed. That's just paperwork. Nothing. His return date before he went on the 60 and after he went on the 60 didn't change, according to the Yankees and Meredith's report. It's just paperwork because it's you backdate it. Right, but it he, he had already he had already had like it starts the at 327. Like, it's not know. like he goes on the IL 3-3. He goes on the IL 3-27. So, if any, 
If any Yankee yeah, fans, I guess if you missed already the, not if you missed the last update, day. then yeah. this is a new one for you. Yeah. yeah. If you thought Canley was coming back before the first 60 days of the season, he is not. Yeah. Yes. He's being funny. He's going on podcasts and making jokes and shit. Funny guy. He's been on here. He's silly. Yeah. Yeah, that's all the housekeeping. Being a little fresh. And if you're trying to get a little hello fresh, new partner with Talking Yanks and John Boy Media as a whole. Life gets busy, people. I get it. I just, I ran you through my last couple, five, six, seven days to weeks. It's been crazy. And HelloFresh, yes, that HelloFresh, they can deliver easy to prepare recipes right to your door with fresh ingredients. 40 recipes, over 100 seasonal and convenience items to choose from each week. Spend less time in the kitchen with quick and easy meals like HelloFresh's fast and fresh pineapple chicken tacos or falafel power bowls ready in 15 minutes or less. No worries if you're not a pro in the kitchen. HelloFresh's foolproof recipes arrive pre-portioned and easy to prepare in just a few steps and... They sent these out to us, and you get a little bit of the cooking experience. It's definitely a step up from if you're just getting prepackaged, throw it in the microwave type deal. You're cooking a little bit, and you're getting a fresh meal. And with us, HelloFresh.com slash Yanks50. What's the 50 for, you're saying? Code Yanks50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. That's HelloFresh.com slash Yanks50 and start using America's number one meal kit today. Katie and I lived off those when she was pregnant with James. I would come home from work and and uh, cook one like three days a week. We were big time HelloFresh house. So pretty good and pretty easy. I like the burgers a lot. Those were good. Oh. Some of the meatball dishes were really easy and good. And it was a good amount. I never felt like too overfull. But I when I looked at it, I was like, this isn't enough. And then I was like, you know what? That was perfect. It's real portions. Um, yeah. Me and, me and Jess got scared. There's, we got enough potatoes to feed a small army. Army of mice. Let's luckily, get into game one. Luckily, our dog's huge. Let's do game one. Burn, Jakey, burn. Oh, opening day in Baltimore. A lot of excitement in the stands. I know. Yanks hope they would get... They wouldn't get into too much trouble with the Dean as Kramer took the pill, while NY hoped Clark Kent Schmidt wouldn't run into any more of his lefty kryptonite. Frazier Hayes, Mount Castle Henderson. Sounds like a battalion, and none of those guys are Yankees. 4 nothing Orioles. Yikes. 3.1, four earned runs from Clark. You. But how about some help from the French? Three-run Yabo from Cordy. Then, top six, there's Waldo. Two-run double, it's 5-4 Yankees. But Baltimore bands together. They know their calculus. U plus re equals us. Urias, RBI double, scores on a wild pitch. Oswaldo with another ribby, but the Yanks come up short. Loser, 6-7 final. Mm. Damn, Jake. Yeah. Why'd you have to go so hard? That's all I know. Um, Yeah, this was a bad game, man. Mm. This was a game. So, like, see, let's see. The loss against the Phillies, I said that was a good Saturday loss. It was just like nothing. It felt like they were done. 
They were kind of like dead in the water from the stars. Like, ah, they're not going to hit today. This stinks. This game was the first one that felt like bad moves were made. And I, I understand it's early. So you're not going to like, what did Boone say the other day? It's overreact season or something like that. It's overreact galore, something like that. But, um, and the, and the bullpen's so strapped. Um, this felt like a game. If I'm going to say the last game felt like not much to learn from, like not much to like action items to change. Like, nah, you didn't have it. Offense was dead. Move on. This game felt like, uh, Hey, um, we got to think about some shit here. If this continues to go on with certain things, with Clark, with um, the pinch hitting, using our bench, how they use, and then like bullpen options, you know, what Clark did, what Cordero did, those are kind of like, we can't get bit by that this that many more times. So this was the first game where I felt like, let's take some shit from this. And I, I kind of asked Boone about that next week is like, if we remember, because um, it'll, you know, there's a couple more games before we talk to him, but like, what do you take from a game like this? Like what? Because like, he's going to act like you don't take. Oh, it's early, you know. I'll be like you got to take something. You got to have a debrief afterwards and be like, "Hey, that pinch hit didn't work." You know? Yeah. the The biggest one that didn't make sense in the moment was Jimmy Cordero coming uh, in a game you had the lead, um, that you came back and got the lead. You're down four nothing. It's Orioles opening day. There's a bunch of pregame festivities. Uh, you come back, you take the lead, and and you're up. No, he came in when he came in when it was when it was tied. No, six five, and then he, uh, I think he gets. No, they were they were tied five. Marinaccio, great at bat by Rushman, um, to tie it right. Um, they were tied five five, and then Cordero came in and gave up two runs to go down seven to five. But then you bring in Wandy after that, so it's. Yes. You know, that that seems backwards, right? Like, well, I think they only had Wandy available as like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, the same let thing me, we let, let me go time. for a little bit because that's what we find out after the game that Johnny the Wiseman knows. We didn't know that beforehand. So that in the moment was the worst that you're like, wait, this, this doesn't seem, this just seems off. Like uh, the pinch hit, now it goes into Michael K's, do you believe in, Hot or what a batter's doing that game because Franchi hits the three-run homer to bring them back into it. But career versus lefties, he hasn't been good. That then sends you into the whole IKF Hicks wormhole. Uh, that's a confusing place to be right now. And then, yeah, they end up, Cordero gets another lefty on lefty at bat this time, and they don't pitch it for him, and he actually gets a hit today. So, yeah, I do think they went to the drawing board after the game and was like, oh. I guess maybe we'll just leave him out there instead of doing that again. Yeah, and like I, I know what the answer is to why they pinch hit IKF there because there's a runner on third with less than two outs and IKF in their mind, and I guess according to the stats, yeah, is a contact bat. Uh, what kind of contact you're getting, I think they sometimes don't take into account, but they're like, hey, we just need a ball in play here and we go and, and then we have the, tying or go ahead run whatever it was at the time and i think you know if franchi hasn't hit a three-run home run and if it's the last time you're going through the order like the eighth or ninth at bat i could be like whatever throw your hands up that's the bench you've got but when it's two at bats it's so early that you're gonna get two and now i calves up again 
in the same spot, runner on third, less than two outs, and he swings out of his shoes again at a pitch out of the zone and strikes out. It's like, okay, guys, let's learn from this. The dude who you you benched because he didn't handle the pressure well, I don't know if he's going to be able to pinch hit in big situations. <laughs> right? Is that crazy? Yeah, I, I mean, I, this this very felt very much felt like predetermined, you know, they took the feel out of the game. That, you know, uh, our guy Danny Coulomb, who comes into the game, um, you know, not, not one of the most fearful lefties in baseball, that, yeah, they, they decided that if that ever happened, that if they tried to do that to Cordero, they'd go to a righty, and they didn't anticipate Cordero hitting a, you know, three-run homer before that. So, um, I don't know. It, it's a little bit of what happens after, and IKF hits a pop-up to first, which is like the only thing you couldn't have them do. So that makes it even a lot worse. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, even, even later on in this game, um, you know, another moment that uh, mo- more so baseball gods kicking in, you know, they're getting a rally going top eight, double, single, single, run scores. It's a one-run game. There's no out. Trevino shows bunt the first two pitches, uh, and then it's 2-0, and they let him rip. Third baseman in, Urias, the gold glover, dives, makes the play, steps on third, throws the first. That, hey, if that ball takes any different hop and rolls down the line, we're talking about, uh, man, what a, what a ballsy move by Trevino and the Yanks coaches. Uh, instead... It's egg on your face, and that's ball game. That was killer, man. That was such a nice play by Urias. So credit to him. And like you know, Trevi hit it hard. I mean, I, I was watching with my dad, and I was just, I, I was like, that sucks. It wasn't gonna really be. I wasn't too mad at anyone. I was just like that. Back that, that was a double play in that fashion sucks. It's a really nice play by Urias. Um, yeah, and then Cordero throwing wild pitches. That was kind of nuts, and just a uh, uh, a lot a loss with some learnings in, involved in it. You hope. And meanwhile, in in the ninth inning, you know, Judge walks, steals second, wild pitch to third. It's him and Rizzo, uh, Bautista in the game. Great at bat by Rizzo. Uh, seventh pitch, he he gets under it, and. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a weird feeling because it, it felt like the Yankees could have had it. The the bullpen one felt like the biggest glitch that happened, and then you find out afterwards the the reasoning behind it. And then yeah, it just opens up a whole conversation about the bench and what what are we doing? And I know, you know, Donaldson hadn't been placed on the IL yet, so that would be another spot. But again, you kind of need it to be in theory a righty spot. But if you're not gonna use Hicks <laughs> Then I don't know. I don't know. You yeah. got too many ghosts wanted, on the bench. They just wanted contact. Yeah. Do you want a walk? You bring in Hicks. Do you want a ball in play? That's literally their chart. You bring in IKF. That's their bench right now. It's not lefty righty. Yeah. Well, I think I think center field also played a, a factor there. I think they wanted to. They were okay putting IKF in center and moving Judge to right. Yeah. You know what? I guess it looks good there. Yeah. All right, let's move on to game two then. Duh. <laughs> Oswaldo had a great game. I mean, yeah. I guess that gets glossed over. Sure did. And uh, Marinaccio had a, I don't know, had a just a poor pitch selection to Adley Rushman. 
actress. Yeah, that, I, I thought that was a great at bat by Adley. He felt, it felt like on my end, he was just sitting on the changeup and he was just going to poke the fastball foul or in play until he did. And that's kind of what he did. Well, then he got a fastball and smoked it. That's what I'm saying, but just the other way. Like he was sitting on the changeup. You weren't going to beat me with that. And the fastball wasn't enough to get by him. And by the yeah. way, Rushman, I mean, my goodness, look what he did in the last game. That guy, he's, he's, yeah, I know. But I, but it was like, you know, your changeup is what your best pitch is, and you threw two of them. Yeah. And he threw like seven fastballs in the same spot. All right. Game two gets better. I promise it does. Let's burn it. Yanks would have to dance against Cole Swerve and Irvin for the birds while Johnny Brito would like to wrap up his second win in his many starts. Tough luck in the first. Brito gets hit in the leg. Could have been a double play. Santander sack fly one nothing O's. But that would be all he'd give up. Five innings pitch, one earned grit and grind. Johnny, it's stay 1-0 until the fourth. This Hicks, this Hicks, unstoppable RBI single. Boy, did he need that. 1-1, one, one, make it two. And go DJ, and I'm at DJ. RBI double, and the sack fly is underrated for the captain. 3-1, oh my God, that should count for more than one. Hit the music, Giancarlo. Let the rhythm take you over, Giancarlo. Te quiero. Bullet homers, 4-1, and that would be your final. My king, my king, Wandy to Clay Holmes. Yankees take game two. Nice. Nice. One of those games that was 4-1, to one, but it didn't feel like a save situation until you got there and you were like, oh, boy, king or clay, get it done. Like, make this not, make us breathe easy. And then they did. And it was nice. Yeah. We all liked it. Um, Good lineup, right? Yeah. Hicks it was, gets the start. This this was where, like, Yankees internet was getting loud. It's where's Peraza. We didn't have his update yet. And, um, you know, it, it just it felt like the sky was falling early in the season a little bit if you were trying to be dramatic about it. And then the lineup came out, and you're like, oh, this is... <laughs> Like, this is a lineup I expected to see a lot this year, right? <laughs> like, Oswaldo and Hicks out in the outfield, Judge is out there, Volpe. You know, if we had gone back to middle of spring training and you told us this was the lineup, you know, you didn't know Volpe was going to be on it. You would have signed up for this. Um, Can I whisper something in your ear? Absolutely. What's that song? Hey, little mama. Can I whisper? Hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear. Get yourself yeah. together. With a goatee, I can't sing that song. Yeah, a sexy ass body, something like that. Mm. Um, oh, I'm whispering. Uh, I think I'd rather. I, I think I'd rather a mixture of Franchi, Hicks, Calhoun, or IKF hitting eighth over Donaldson hitting fifth. Oh, if that if those were like two. If you're like labor in the five hole and Oswaldo in the six hole, the lineup looks awesome. It's almost like, okay, don't care about whoever the four, like Hicks is the seven here. Like, right. All right, cool. If it was Donaldson, the fifth, and then you slid everyone else down, that was a big gap in the lineup. 
it was like, okay, we got our four. Okay, here's an out. Okay, we got our four. This is like one of these guys is going to have a day, one through six. I like it. I see what you're saying. Like if this was a board game with cards and you got two cards and you had to yeah. pick one. Yeah. One yeah, of these, I, yeah. I don't think anyone's arguing with you. Um, I, I think No, but, you know, people are tweeting like, this, you know, you're talking Yanks, and we were talking about in our group chat, like, because they didn't call Peraza up, it means every game until Bader's here, we have to start one of these four guys. And I'm like, yeah, but Glaber's the five hole now. Yeah, I mean, the if I'd take that, I'd take that. I think if Peraza was healthy, you could make an argument um, that, you know, you, you put him at third, you put Stanton in right, Judge in center, as Waldo in left, and then, you know, you kind of like everyone in the lineup in theory, but. Uh, with the injury news, like, yeah, this is, you know, the the Hicks versus lefty thing that he was told was his role, and, um, you know, he gets a hit uh, in this game. Franchi, I mean, go Franchi, go. Go Franchi, go. Like, that's all that is. That, yeah, it's it's kind of not a problem currently. Um, and you're right, that, that one through six, uh, with Cabrera switch hitting and he's in a little groove right now and Glaber being the best player on the planet early on. Uh, yeah, the lineup looked groovy. And Johnny Burrito comes back up, gets in trouble in the first with uh, just a blocked ball for the first hit of the game. Second hit, double play ball, but it hits him. Yeah. And now your first and third no outs gets out of it and then unscathed the rest of the way. doesn't go as deep as you want, but he did fall into some bad luck there. Uh, and I like him seeing some adversary, adversary. adversary. And then pitching-wise, this is the bullpen, right? This is King. With Luizaga out, especially, it's King, Wandy, it's Clay. That's the formula in a safe situation. And they do it, and they all look nasty. And this is a textbook win. I liked it. Yeah, I mean, when you when you go back, Brito didn't have his good stuff, and the yes booth was was doing a great job talking about it. I mean, how many three zero counts there were uh, for a guy that pounds the zone, and that's what he know he's known for. That was pretty bizarre. But yeah, when you look back and you see, <laughs> you know, there was two hits in that first inning. He gave up three hits total. Uh, so only one hit after that. There's two walks. He wasn't striking anyone out. He doesn't get two, his two strikeouts until the last inning. Uh, so, yeah, it was a, a little bit of a funky performance by Johnny, but that's, again, was kind of the scouting report on this guy that he hands it to the bullpen, and, yeah, Kinger, the two-seamer was looking gross. Wandy is undefeated. And Clay Holmes, that sinker's running right now. So, uh, you know, Early on in the season, you're you're doing this weird early returns. What matters? What doesn't matter? Um, and you know, I think a couple a couple things you could circle in that bullpen feels good. Uh, and everyone, everyone talking about the Volpe triple. I mean, it's just fun. I, I know he's not hitting right now, and I want him to start hitting more. But he's still taking his walks. But I mean, when it showed him just booming it. And I know this is an easy joke and I know everyone made the joke on Twitter and I know I don't like that when people just make the easiest jokes, but we're all thinking it. If that's Donaldson, it's a single. Hmm. It's just true, man. If like last year, if that's Donaldson, it's a single. Yeah. This is a harsh truth for us, the fans. And I, I think the other thing is it's, um, 
It's the inverse. It's the inverse void for me. Um, when when they did the cut to the base paths, and you're wondering in your head, you have an image of where the runner's going to be. Luke Voigt was always three steps behind for me running a first, and it was just kind of like, whoa, what? Uh, yeah. You know, they turned to Volpe, and you heard it in Kay's call. He's like, Volpe's going to get the double. He's gone for third. Um, but it was like, yeah. When when they cut back to the field and you saw the kid was on third, you're like, damn, he must have been uh, – he churns, uh, which, again, young speed is kind of unmatched. So that's – it's going to be fun once we start tapping into that just a little more. Yep. And burrito, I, I'm interested to see if this is like a lot of lefties. No, no, he faced. He had 12 at bats versus lefties in the first game, and this was 14. I was wondering if he changed his stuff a little bit, but not really. I, I think it was fastball control uh, that early in the counts he just couldn't use his fastball to get ahead. Uh, and I think that was the difference from the first start to the last start. But also his velo was up. I saw 97 on the gun a little bit, and Boone talked about that in the postgame presser, that, yeah, that's a, that's a big boy number. Yeah, I, I like the way the ball comes out of his hand. Mm. That's such a stupid scouting thing to say, but I do. It's fine. Uh, I like the way the ball comes. Yeah, I have 65% of his first pitches in this game were balls. Not great, Bob. Only one swing generated. So they had a scouting report. <laughs> yeah. That's that's kind of nuts, huh? Well, he was missing bad, too. It was kind of yeah. like, come on, man. Yeah. But again, uh, a little bit of moxie, which I know is one of your favorite things in a pitcher. He uh, Again, there's like three 3-0 counts he battled back from, uh, and he worked in those those counts. So good for him. Um, I was going to say something. Think about it. I'm looking at his, uh, yeah, he was missing bat. <laughs> looking at the spray chart yeah, of his first dude. pitches. Kenobio, who went with you to Baltimore. Sure. And sure. who is a listener of Talking Yanks and who is been joining show. BBD in the pregame show every now and then. He says, uh, you know, speaking of Moxie, that uh, we should bring Gumption back. Sure. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, if Let's you got it. Um, a little gumption at a burrito in that start. I think. Yeah, you you, you just can't you can't throw out gumption. You got to have gumption. Yeah, I mean, who who's got the most gumption so far in the Yanks? I think burrito or Ian Hamilton. He's but Ian Hamilton doesn't have gumption. He's got like uh, American Psycho. Uh, twenty six pitches out of Hamilton, but he went over the course of three innings. In game one, that was. Let's go to game three. Yeah. Good job, Hammy, in game one. Throwback. Three series, three rubber matches for New York. The Nestor Bunny would try to rise up against his former team while Baltimore would go to the Wells once more with Tyler top one G-Unit. This is how we do RBI single for the big fella. Top three. Here comes the judge. He's all right. Two, nothing. Yanks, the French prince of the Bronx. Two-run homer from our newest reclamation project. It's four-nothing pinstripers. Nestor was nasty. He does get clipped 
Uh, by Santander at the end, boring. A little fortitude by the baby birds to make it fortitude. But, oh, captain, my captain, he has risen for his second home run of the game. Nestor to Albert to Disco Ron to Jimmy to Clay. Rushman homered, and that's obvious. Don't care. Yanks win the series and win this game. Five-tree final. Go Yanks. Go Yanks. Uh, I was super happy when they won this game, man. As a fan, I got to tell you. You know, we say some stupid stuff time to time. Um, When they come out and they tell Nestor, you got to change your glove a little bit, it's game over. Like, he tortured you guys last year, all season. He comes out... He gets you in the first clean, and then you're going to go for the 44 on the glove? It was over. Yeah. I mean, can't the ump... We were watching in my house, and someone was like, well, they wear white uniform. My Luke was like, they wear white uniform sometimes. Right. What? He wore the glove last game. Yeah, I think that I think the rule there is like if the batters say, "Hey, that's distracting me," they just do it. I actually that's what I'm wondering: is it the ump thing or is it the batter thing? In my head, I was making up what it could be in my head because probably there's no actual real rule, even though there is. But I think like because they're wearing the grays and it's white, it's a different color. But when he was wearing it with the white and the pinstripes, because it's white, it goes with it. But I don't know; I have no idea. I'm going to ride with that, Jake. I think that's smart, and I think you're beautiful. Best we've got. Um, Best we got's a pretty good phrase. Three games started last year, zero ERA for Nestor. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, you got tortured by Nestor all year. He puts you down in the first, and then you go glove on him, and it's just like this is a little. And and they were complaining about the the quick pitching, which I I did say on on Twitter, like, he, he. he was according to the rules. Right, Nestor's going to get in trouble for that if he continues to do it. Teams are going to send video to the umps and say, "Be on the lookout for this." So, I guess that's a what to watch for Nestor's next start. You can't be set before that eight second timer. Is the rule right? Like quick pitching is basically illegal now. It has to be a gentleman's like it's not just eye contact. It's kind of like look at each other and like you good. I'm good. Yeah. Let's go. Um, Nestor doesn't play the, by those rules because he's Nestor. Nestor. Anything else in this game? I mean, like the lineup again and like how hard they were hitting the ball. And when it was Wells and Judge, I felt terrible. He's got like a 500 at, on yeah. the batting average against him. Judge. And I think he smokes his brother too. I think Judge. Oh. Should I look that up? I think Judge. Aren't they both Australian brothers? I would like Tyler and Alex Wells. I didn't. I might be finding out Tyler Wells has a brother right now. I thought they're Australian brothers. I remember the other Wells being there. I think. I think you have it right, Jim. Tyler Wells. No, Tyler Wells. He's from Oklahoma. Yeah, so they're not brothers, but maybe they consider they're both on the Orioles. Well, if there's an Oriole with the last name Wells, I think Judge smokes him. 
I'm seeing Tyler. Alexander Wells is the is the Australian one. Currently a free yeah. agent, but was on the Orioles. They were both on the Orioles last year? Yes. Oh, okay. I believe so. All right. I mean, Sorry about you got the same last name on the same team, your brothers. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Oh, Judge's batting average before today versus Tyler Wells. 429. Judges batting average before today against Alex Wells, 429. That was uh Alex Wells, the Aussie, pitched in the Rizzo three homer game. Rizzo got one of his off of him, and Judge <laughs> got one off of him. So you're there. You're there. Uh Judge hits two homers in this game. Albert Abreu revenge tour continues. Clay Holmes, nine pitches, eight strikes for your save. That's like that was early clay last year. I like that. Ron got some big outs and Cordero got bomb. Are you ready to call Franchi the best ever? Maybe. Maybe I'll call him something else. Oh, the car. I mean, Judge, that brings us into awards. Judge's Homer that he O'Neill'd us, put his head down off the end of the bat and it still got out. Jeez. Um, I tweeted it, and I like I mean it, dude. Judge is really good. Okay. It must stink for all the people that hate Yankees, no matter what. You yeah. know, people out there that like, oh, Judge is overrated. He strikes out like he's not Mike Trout. He's not Mookie. Like he's not these you know good good guys that I think people tried to do for the last three years because Judge had like some missing time. But right. dude, Judge is a top three. Eat, like without debate now, and for people that hate the Yankees, he led the league in home runs and was fifth in batting average last year, and he's off to a hotter start. Why am I having to convince you of this? You won't. You, you're talking to kind of the wrong crowd, but Jim, the right crowd. If you like Judge, you can use him. I'm at bat with him in MLB nine innings right now. Right now, it okay, is... Okay, what's going to happen? It's Judge versus Pavetta. I mean, okay. this might get ugly quick. Playoffs uh, or regular season? Uh, it's regular season. So they've got a ton of game modes. Uh, or they've got a season mode. I'm doing a 40-game season. Um, the future. Yeah, I kind of like the lineup. Judgey's ready to go. Uh, and yeah, we're facing the Sox, so this should be easy. Oh my God, Pavetta, get out of here, dude. Um... <laughs> <laughs> They've got 2,000 player guards, the most up-to-date rosters, logos, and Bob Parks. They got some legends in there. Larry Walker, Big Walter Big Train Johnson, Mike Schmidt. It goes on and on. Uh, can't understand, how, understand it lasts so how it lasts so long. Download and play MLB 9 Innings 23 with the link in the description or at the App Store. Oh, my God, I'm up right now. Must have superpowers. Okay, I was a little late on that swing. Uh-oh! Uh oh! Get a I just hit a home run with Aaron Judge, 451 feet. 451. Wow. Sheesh. So good job, Jake. MLB nine innings. Yeah, and it's realistic. Yeah. So next on the table, let's get into awards. What? And the first award we give out here on Talking the Yanks is Mm -hmm. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. And there's some good options. There's some g- good options. I forget uh, who goes first. 
LOL, it's a Sunday, which is the day of the Lord. Big Sunday. Since you're hellbound, I go first. And I'm giving it to, and at this part, Jake, you know, like much like uh, the manager's job is to spread things around a little bit sometimes. You, when there's, you when said there's point like pernt, P-E-R-N-T. It was a mixture of part, this part of the season and this point of the season. Yeah. Part. This part of the season. Uh, I still want to, I, if I can spread it around within like reason, not, not a stretch, I'm going to. So I'm giving my pride to the Yankees to Big G. He had okay. hits. He had hits in every game. This series, game one, he goes two for four. He scores two runs. Game two, he had two hits. He scored a run. He had an RBI. He had a crazy long home run. Game three, he has one hit, another homer, one RBI, ends the series with a 417 batting average um, uh, and two RBIs and three runs scored. And he's hitting the ball really hard. And I'm, I'm happy about how hard he's hitting the ball. And Boone is having a lot of fun calling him a weirdo, which I like. Yeah. So I'm going, uh, yeah, big G's my pride of the Yankees, man. I am, you know, last year was a weird year. Um, this year he's hitting the shit out of the ball. The, the numbers are not like video game start of the year numbers. 281 batting average, 324 on base. Um, hey, the numbers are, let me say this. If he finishes the year with the numbers he's at right now, we're all going to be like, hell yeah. Yeah. So he's my pride. Yeah, he uh constant threat, one of our favorite words and terms we've run into during the Talking Yanks era. Uh and part to to open up today's game. Or, you know, they judge Rizzo uh, and Stanton all running uh base hits, although Rizzo's was uh, a little sun aided. Uh but yeah, uh Stanton was awesome and the fact that they have a vendetta against that wall in left field. Makes me happy, because I do too. Uh, and I just saw it in person. It's worse in person. It's a joke. If I'm Ryan Mountcastle, I realize I'm probably not at the point that I should be demanding a trade, but I'm demanding a trade, man. Get me out of there. Ryan Mountcastle would have hit a game, a, a home run to take the lead today in pretty much any other baseball stadium instead it's an out into oswaldo's glove i'm out pop like that changes my career trajectory i lost five homers last year why am i talking about him stanton's awesome that's why they did it though they want to get free agent pitchers and the great wall of baltimore is awesome and they brought in all those free agent pitchers so it's paying off Cobb, gibby they brought in gibby Yeah. All right. Who's your pride? Good pride, Jim. Yeah, someone was going to get snubbed uh, this week, but uh, I will gladly give it to Johnny Burrito. Uh, Johnny Burrito. B in the, par- in the power of three. Uh, let's think about this. We lose our first game one of a series, right? We, we hadn't done that this year. Johnny Burrito... We knew he was going to come back. We didn't know when. I'd, I'd assumed an injury was going to come up that would bring him back before the 15 days that we talked about. It happens. They throw him right back into the rotation. Uh, and again, kind of didn't. 
I don't want to say didn't have his best stuff because I think his stuff was okay, but I think his best trait is normally control and throwing strikes, and he didn't have that. So uh, the one run, again, you, you never assume the double play. If that goes between the wickets, uh, Volpe's right there, and that's a double play ball, and I, I don't think he gives up any damage this game. 92 pitches. Uh, so they kind of they pushed his envelope on that a little bit to get the extra inning, uh, and he battled through that final inning a little bit, but that was huge, especially with everything going on in the bullpen, and it set the Yankees up to win this game and allowed them to also win another series. So Johnny Brito, 2-0 and on the season, and I like that. And I like that. And I like that. Good award, Jake. And uh, they asked Boone, they're like, what does he got to do? Like, what, like, do you think he can stay in the rotation in the post game? And uh, Boone, I don't know who asked this, so I apologize if it's one of our friends on the beat. Boone looked at him and was like, well, he's in the rotation. <laughs> and they were like, whose decision? And he was like, mine. It was a real weird. Should we do one episode halfway through the season where we just ask him questions like that? You think Jedge could stay uh, in the two-hole all year? I think we do. Oh, no, it wasn't that. It was phrased like, what's he have to do to get in the rotation? That was how it was phrased. And mm. obviously, he means to ask, when Rodon and Sevy come back, right. what would he need to do? But he gave Boone the easy out, and Boone just goes, well, he's in the rotation. Joke's on you. Yeah. I'd yeah. love to sell you weed right now, Jeremy. We do one episode where we pretend we're Boone's like middle school teachers giving him a mid-year evaluation. Yeah. Now I know your dad's a ball player, but you gotta you're gonna need these grades. A plus for creativity, but it's a B minus on efficiency. What what if we just go down with pinch hitting day? <laughs> give our own report card. Yeah, yeah. Line up a minus. We, we should give him a midseason report card. Yeah. It's written. No, we down. should. Dude, I think he would like that. He yeah. seems to be down for whatever we would. Oh, uh, not whatever. We should do a midseason report card based on that. Like line up. Yeah. Taking starting pitchers out. Okay. Cool. Uh next up, the worst part of the show. It's so sad. Uh, if you're a relative of a player on the team tuning in, um, this is where you guys should just hit that fast forward button. It's about to get mean. <laughs> you Yankee motherfucker. Um, man, I'm getting, this is going to have to be a double up. Whoa. And, and uh, I didn't give it to him the first time he got it. You did. Mm. So that makes me feel better about it. But I'm going Clark, man. Wow. Um, like you, Clarky. I want you to be part of the team, but there's one glaring hole in your repertoire right now, and it's only more and more glaring with every start. I mean, lefties against him this season in the two games, so small sample size, but but it's what you were watching for when he got right. his starts was lefties uh 19 at bats 421 batting average 5 
hundred on base percentage, one dot three nine five OPS in this game. I believe they were like four for eight with two walks and uh, six hard hit balls or something like that. Like even the outs were loud, and you can't like with Loizaga out, you can't kill the bullpen like this, man. You're going to make things really tough. And the Yankees put up six runs. So, like, you know, they can hit. But that's uh, not great. No, it's it's bad. It's, it's 11 cr- hard-hit balls. First, the Orioles had 11 hard-hit balls in 3.1 innings. It's crazy because it obviously can't be this bad because... That's an impossible pace to keep up even if he, like, tried. Like, if lefties came up and he tried to give them, like, home run derby pitches. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it stinks. And, I you know, there's blood in the water, right? Like, the the lefties know that that's the weakness. It's cr- so, Seeing how good his numbers have been against righties this year, I mean, it, it, it sucks because you know it's what he, what he was working on all offseason and what he's trying to get better on. And, yeah, he's now on a serious... Shot clock as of, you know, we'll probably know hopefully by tomorrow with some updates on Seve and Rodon that we saw the Yankees believe in him in a proper lane to the fact that they had him try to close out a a playoff game in a very bizarre world that happened last year. But... Think about how shot our bullpen is already getting that if starters start to return and Clark's a guy that can give you a couple innings out of the bullpen and especially if his stuff is going to tick up and you find him a good lane, you know, hey, man, that that ended up being the best thing that ever kind of happened to Mike King. And by the way, the team that's supposed to give us the most hell in this division, five of their top six hitters are righties that, you know, to, for Clark Schmidt to fall into a righty bullpen lane, hey, that would be a really useful piece for the team, especially if you can do multiple innings and your stuff ticks up and you perform even better, and we can find the right spot for you. Uh, but, yeah, you, you got to feel for a guy a little bit because, um, yeah, I mean, right now if there's a lefty at the plate, it, it's just there's blood in the water. Yeah. Yep, it's like everyone, and, he, and it's like he knows it. He doesn't know it. He's not throwing the card to the righties. He's only throwing it to lefties. They're smoking it. Um, and there's a pitch designed to get him out. So, yeah, it's a tough one, but, like, I don't know. Interested to ask Boone about that. If For real, that's kind of on my list. It's like, what do you do? Because everyone looks at this, right? So, right. like, is it a situation? He's got options. Go work on this. Right. Or is it you're good against righties? Let's pivot to that. If things don't stay the course. Yeah, that's a good one for Booney. Um, Matt Clark's dad at the game. Really nice guy. Total, absolute dude. So that made it that's even awesome. worse. Well, Clark's awesome too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe at some point a pitch or a light bulb goes off. But I hope Clark's have... dad's not listening because I started the segment saying all family members have to turn it off. Well, his I think his dad's a, a former Marine, so he's probably pretty good at listening to directions. So he might have. All right. 
Or right. he's like going to show up behind you in 10 minutes and you're kind of fucked. <laughs> no, that's only shortstop stats. He invited us to stay. He invited us to stay with him, actually. Um, Where is he staying? It, his Earth. family lives outside of Atlanta. He's like, if you guys ever come down to Atlanta, you'd stay with us. I was like, that's really nice. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, don't, we probably won't do that. I'm, I'm there. Feels like James. a next step. <laughs> Bring James. Bring some of your nephews. Yeah. Um, no, I mean that he was he was going to be an mf'er. Um, well, now you have to give it to someone. You want me to give an mf'er now? Yeah, that's how the show works. And then there's four awards after this. I think I might just go on time. I'll just pass. Illegal. Aha. Do you want me to give you options? Uh, no, no, no. I think I can do this. Um. Or- I will go, you know what? It's double up season, fam. Volpe, dog. Um, one for 11. Five strikeouts. Swinging out of his shoes. You know, the, yes. when, when you can get, it feels when you can have the generic baseball fan give an analysis and it kind of feels right. It puts you in a weird spot. Like, it felt like... I, I felt dirty saying it because it's, like, little league analysis, but it felt like he was pulling his head out on some swings, which I, I don't know, man. Like, I, that feels like something at the major league level you, you see once or twice a year when a slugger tries to, like, hit a swing at a 2-0 pitch and hit a home run, and you see them kind of smile like, oh, I tried, to, I tried to hit that one a mile, huh? Um that, yeah, man, a, a couple of the at-bats were tough to watch, and he was, like, leaving the zone and kind of those red flags of when, like, a, a slump is turning into a, a dumper. And uh, This is a dumper. So, yeah, it was, it was nice to see him get that triple and watch him run again. Uh, it was his only hit of the series. And, hey, I, I get it. It's New York. He's handling the pressers fantastic and all that, but, man... You know, control the zone. It's going to come. Everyone had to come out with their Julio Rodriguez first 20 games, Adley Rushman's first 20 games, and we are still, what are we, game nine? This was nine. Game nine. So, you know, it, let's give them time. All the logical Yankee fans are, but, uh, you know, when you when you see the kid doing that, it's like, hey, you know, don't, don't be Judge or Stanton, man. <laughs> like, literally nobody is. Yeah, I was, uh, he's swinging really big and like getting away from himself. I guess that's the saying you would say. Yeah. But there's some pitchers, like he faced Batista, I believe. Yeah. And I was like, like before that happened, I was like, there's no fucking way. Like, um, there's no way he's seen a splitter like that. No, you don't. Because he didn't even do AAA, you know? That's what I think people got to remember is, you didn't see triple A. Like, he saw 20 games there. So there's certain like pitches that a splitter is a pitch for Americans that they develop. Like Robbie Ray just developed his splitter as a big leaguer. Because you get to the show with fastball, curveball, slide, fastball, slide, or whatever, change up. And then you see some pitches like that. 
And a lot of times, like, you don't see an 18-year-old in single A who's got a nasty fucking splitter, you know? And if he does throw a splitter in single A, it's probably not great. Yeah. It's like so, a gag so pitch. That, so that's just one at bat where, like, I had the reminder of, like, dude, he's never seen a pitch like this before. And there's certain, like, you know, breaks on sliders that are the same way. So when Boone called him up, he said, listen, we all know you have more development to do, but we want you to do that at the big league level. And, yeah. I think the first step you want to see is is tighten that swing. Is is go back to like, you know, his on-base percentage here was 197. Um, next series, if you're not getting hits, if you're getting two hits in the three games, let's make sure we're getting on base and, and working counts. Because that was the other thing. Uh, I don't know how many, but he had some at-bats that were three pitches, four pitches this series. It was just like breezing through them. And you don't want that. Yeah, and I, you're right. I mean, the Felix at bat, I, the dude is 6'8", listed 6'8", 285. He's one of those guys that it feels like he's got an extra, like, limb when he pitches. It. Yeah, you you knew he was in a tough spot, and then I think that second pitch, or maybe it was even the first pitch, that was like, oh, no, um, you know, that get him out of there alive. Uh, after the triple, funny enough, I, I think he had his second best at bat of this series. Because uh, obviously he exhaled um, and he battled and he was fouling pitches off. He didn't get the result. Um, but yeah, it was a 10 pitch at bat uh, against Bauman out of their pen. He fouled off one, two, three, four, five pitches. And he, he was the Volpe we saw in spring training, that he, he was in control of the zone. That was the thing we were most impressed with during spring. That, um, yeah, I would love. You'd love to see him one game get a hit in his first at bat so then yeah. he could do the exhale and then give me three more at bats knowing that he's got one in the chamber because I, I think that's what's going to help unlock him going forward. But again, game nine, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's see what else we got. Nine. Okay, next up we do regular order. Jim, the regular old awards are brought to you by DraftKings, the boom, baseball bada, season. Boom, boom. It's in full swing. It's a baseball pun right there. Whether you're in for the home team or betting on your favorite player, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. $5 pregame money line bet, and you get $150 in bonus bets. If your team wins, they've got parlays. Uh, we've got uh, some new gambling tips coming out soon. Jimmy's been winning... Kind of crazy amount of bets recently. Join the big league action now on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app. Sign up with code YANKS. New customers can get bet just $5 on any pregame money line and get $150 in bonus bets. If their team wins, only a DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code YANKS. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for dem tales. Suicide uh, isn't a joke. Isn't my first award, but Suicide by Piracy is. Suicide by Piracy is your first award? Yep, the Suicide by Piracy Award. Oh, you said your awards were Easter-themed. Uh, Pontius Pirate? The pirate that killed Jesus? No, your history. What's the name of the award? Uh, suicide by Pirate. 
So is pirate this a- or piracy? <laughs> um, which one do you guys like more? Ah. Be honest. Uh, either or the pirate. Suicide by pirate. Okay. This is a pirate that I would have to assume. Pirate what? Pirate. Why would you have to assume it's a pirate? I don't know. Hicks? I don't I don't know. Wrong. Damn. Oh no wrong. It's Glaber, man. Guys, walking the plank. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't care. I'll walk that plank. He's got more walks than he did since he was born, according to all the stats they're saying on Yes Network. Pretty much. Nine walks this season. Last yeah. season he had negative two or something like that. He didn't have nine walks till June fourth. Uh, Glaber Tor's ninth walk this season. Last year's ninth walk came in the playoffs. <laughs> Uh, he had a 417 on base. I mean, he only had two hits in this series, Jake, but he had a 417 on base. At at one point today, he was leading the league in on base percentage or something stupid like that. I guess among qualified hitters. I don't know how they uh justified that. But man, he's walking the first and then he's running to second. And then he's done. And he's getting thrown out and he doesn't care. Yeah. This guy doesn't care about pirates. It's very impressive. He's matured. Do you, um, you know that the, especially like the first game, but the first two games he was swinging at a lot of first pitches. I, if you see a Glaber in the leadoff spot at this point, do you mind at all? Or is it just, do you almost nope. like what Glaber are we getting? Like, dude, where, where's oh, your head man. at? Boone doesn't like convince me of a lot of stuff. But when I asked him that question, do you want him to change? And he just said right away, no, he's best when he's aggressive. I was like, okay, fine. Fuck oh, it. Okay. Dude's the best when he's aggressive. That's better true. than you, better than me, better than Beeps. It's tough to argue. It's, uh, you, want me to, you want me to tell you? So first pitch of the at-bat, and this does not include today's game, he has swung six... 10 times out of 33. So he's taken it 16, which I think that is a high percentage across the league, but I thought it was actually more, more than that. But yeah, no, I mean, I, man, I, I just, I really enjoy watching him play right now, even in a series where he didn't go off with hits. Hmm. So walk, Glaber, walk. Good job. What's your Easter themed award? Love Glaber. Um, I'm going with the Tyson Chicken Award. Ooh, Tyson Chicken Award. Now, this depends on if you like Tyson Chicken or not, which I think you do. Mm. I mean, chicken nuggets, cafeteria chicken nuggets, like mainstay, you used to poop them out whole. Hmm. Um, Oswaldo Cabrera. Uh, Jim again, keeping up with the Easter theme. Uh, Tyson Chicken. They they got in trouble for torturing birds. Um, what kind of birds? And Nestor Cortez Jr. Uh, this was coming into today. 
Seven games, 34 innings pitched, a 1-0-6 ERA. Today, Nestor gets the win. Uh, he gets clipped at the end, but it's 5.1, two earned runs. Felt very in control the whole time. It is a little bit of a revenge game. Nestor was an Oriole for a little bit. Um, but Nestor Cortez is torturing, torturing birds, man. Um, and maybe it's got some, maybe it's something to do with the lefties. Maybe he's laughing at the big ballpark, but, uh, and a little bit of a revenge too. But, uh, our guy Nestor gives us the series win today. Dominates the Orioles two and oh reminder. I placed a little cheese on him to, uh, lead the league and win. So we're just going to keep. Chirping that chicken. And by the way, you're talking about today's Yes Fun Stack. Uh, Nestor Cortez with the best American League ERA since 2021. That is cool. Pretty, it's pretty nuts. I know I, I know. I circle back on this enough, but it's pretty insane that we've gotten here. Um, he's really good. He's got pinpoint accuracy with his fastball. Down in the zone. It's very hard to do. Try to do it, everyone. He's throwing that cutter up a lot today, too, because yeah. if you do turn on it at that stadium, nothing matters. So. Yeah. Um, happy Easter. Happy Easter. Uh, continuing on the Easter theme, I'm going to go with um, on the third day award. Ooh. What happens on the third day again? Good, good, good Catholic boy like you should know. He rises? Yep. Okay. Or she, whatever. Um, I think it's definitely a he in the Catholic Church. Never, not a Catholic guy. Uh, judge? No. What? No. Not, not judge. On the third day of the series, he hit two home runs. <sighs> so it seems like the perfect, most fitting award. Uh, but I already pegged the Orioles as the punchy pirate, and they tried to crucify and kill Franchi Cordero. There's pirates in that actual book. And now he is risen from the dead, mm. ascended into heaven, and told... Pirate boy to eat bugs. Mm -hmm. They cut him like three weeks ago. Yeah. He had a phenomenal spring. They got a left fielder that's dropping balls left and right, like threw his head out his butt onto the field. Mm -hmm. And Franchi is killing the Orioles who cut him. Yeah. And Nestor, they cut Nestor too. So I could have comboed that award, but you took Nestor. Right. Uh, man, Franchi, get after it. That's pretty cool. I mean, if you want to, like, he's the next Talkman, he's the next Urshela, he's the next whoever, great. Then let's cut bait on one of the misses. Like, if it takes Cashman and Co. another win to cut on a miss, right? we're ready, man. We're sitting on three. Let's get another win. Yeah. Uh, the thing that... I don't that... know about the Easter theme, man. I don't know. Yeah, this Easter theme is tough. Um, yeah. But he's liking it. He's Jewish. The uh, all about he's all about 
the death. The thing that's been interesting to me. Uh, again, bring, bringing up Franchi's career stats at the major league level. Yeah. Uh, in 215 games, 602 plate appearances against right-handed pitching. He has a 710 career OPS, which, you know, is kind of right around league average. Um, mm. He's 28 years old. Uh, against lefties career, he's been pretty bad, and that goes back to the whole pinch hit decision in that first game. Yep. Uh but yeah, I, I guess it goes into the mindset of if you can tap into a little bit more with Franchi, which the Yankees believe they can do, obviously, with that, you know, the people you just mentioned that they've tapped into in past years and people are, you know, if you really want to go full Easter with it, you tie in the Carpenter um, from oh, last year. Uh, but yeah, man. He was long gone. I didn't read that book. Um, they, yeah, why why not buy some Franchi stock? But, yeah, like like you mentioned, if we're going to give it a try, if we're going to give it a go, and Franchi's going to get some starts versus righties, feels like we need some tweaks to the bench. Because um, right now there's, there's not really a go-to option. No. Although, in theory, IKF in the Marwin role, you take out contracts, I don't hate. He looked good in the outfield. Yeah, I don't like him getting pinched hit for in spots where we want something good to happen. Right. Yeah. The threat concept. Yeah. Oh. This guy, 0 for 12 on the season? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You have another award? Cool. It's cool. You can give out the Judas Award if you want to go negative. Um. Or Bartholomew. That's a funny name. I don't. Uh, I don't think there's I. There's a there's a guy in the in the book who carried Jesus's cross form because Jesus is too weak to carry it himself. But that works. Um, I'll go with the, uh, uh, the don't go to that. Oh no, that would have been, that would have been weird. Um, maybe just do egg hunt. Oh dude, we have a really funny egg hunt video that just dropped today. Everyone. We, yes. I mean, it's, it's on the Jam oh. entertainment channel and it is, it Holy is a wild smokes. video. It's uh. It's they our employees did an Easter egg hunt and they found eggs and some of them were filled with money and some were filled with gross stuff that got cracked over their heads. <laughs> anyway, your award, the egg hunt award. I'll go with the. Uh, I'll go with the egg hunt award. All right, interesting. Kind of bland. Don't love it, but. Uh, I don't know. The only guy I think deserves an award if we're doing positive right now, but I already guessed as Waldo, so that'd be good, good, good. But I, Clay has been was awesome, so I'm gonna guess Clay Holmes. Jim, you might have gotten your first one of the years, Clay Holmes. Um, yeah, I was. And I, I named the award. I guess time. Yeah, that's tough. So I don't know. Maybe we each get. I guess we each get a point there, Beebs. Write that down. Um, 
that, you know, what, what's an appropriate age to stop doing egg hunts? They just call them like treasure hunts later on in life. Did you do a treasure hunt today? No, I was pretty. We did a pretty, but like if I go to a baseball field, uh, like a little league field, we're I'm talking egg hunts, Pop. Like, I don't that's know. not an egg hunt. That's a baseball hunt, and I need you to understand that. So, just plastic eggs only? Yes, Jimmy. If you were to tell me, if I was to show up to the office and you were to be like, "I hid ten eggs in this office," I'd be giddy about the hunt, and I'm thirty-four, and I think you would too. Actually, maybe right, but that's not Easter related. That's that's just the randomness of it. Oh well, the, the egg hunt has nothing to do with Easter. They're just trying to sell sell stuff. It's so it has a ton to do with Easter. Then follow the money, Jim. Have you watched a TV show? It's actually a pagan uh, holiday, as they all are. Clay Holmes, uh, his final appearance was nine pitches. Uh, his first appearance was fourteen pitches. I was going to do like maybe like a 15 and under type award, but that felt like it got into a weird spot. Um, but maybe I was going to tie that into an egg hunt, do egg hunts and up until or I was going to average 15. I mean, if you're looking for a cutoff, it's probably like 12. Well, I was going to average the pitches together. Nine plus 14 is 23 divided by two. It's 12, 12.5. So that could have been. Don't need your calculator. That might my ants. Nine. Uh, I think it's plus 12. I think 11.5. I think I was wrong. 10.5. Okay. That's. So you did 14 plus 9, 23, divided by 2. 11.5. 11.5. So. I just had a, such a hilarious vision in my head of Mike Francesa and Mad Dog doing sports radio in the 90s using one of these calculators just to do batting averages and shit. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, uh, you know, after the whole egg song and dance we just did, you basically gave me the answer for the egg hunt hint that I want to give that would have been his average pitches, uh, 11.5 over his two appearances. Clean, Clay attacking the zone. The sinker is running. You see lefties paralyzed in the box. Like, they, it almost looks like they don't see a pitch. I'm out. This damn pitch clock. That's what they're saying. Jake, you know what? You know what I was going to do if I was talking about clay? Well, I was going to say three pitch clay because mm. he's throwing his sinker, which is nasty. And he's throwing that a lot. But then he's got a bullets slider, kind of like we were talking about, about uh, the Slombio, you know, that he's got a slider that's um, vertical break up and down. Right. Clay Holmes, that he throws hard. And then he is throwing a sweeper. That's like 84 miles per hour and got right to left break. I don't know how and when he's deciding this because in game two of this series, he didn't throw a single sweeper. He threw off sinkers and then bullet sliders, but he faced a decent amount of lefties. Um, but they're kind of even if you look at his chart. So it, it's a three pitch pitcher now, Clay Holmes. Yeah, I mean, you'd... um. You'd assume the slider would be to lefties and the sweeper would be to righties because it's got more of the away, and I think that's what the numbers are saying so far. But, hey, why not, Clay? Um, 
and he did he did look good. It, it was again a no. It's a a two run lead today, and it felt like when Clay Holmes was in the game that the game was already over, which is a flashback to last spring. Yeah, no, it's a game changer to have King look good and have him look good, and it excites me. I don't think they have today's game, but it has the sinker at 43% and the sweeper at 40 and the slider at 16 to righties to lefties. I mean, it's, it's kind of like no sweeper to lefties. Right. And the sinkers 85%. It's like the slider barely 14%. All right. We got the guardians coming up. We just got swept by the Mariners. Did that game go final? No idea. I've been stuck in this room. Uh, the Guardians won in 12 innings today. Dude, so that's what I was going to say. Work that bullpen. I was say, this this Guardians team is pesky. And obviously, we saw them in the postseason. Um, but I've been tuning in. They're like a team that I tune into, especially if you're doing cash-out gambling because they're in back-and-forth affairs nonstop. Right. And have they played the Mariners two twice now? Are they done with the Mariners? No, they played. No, Guardians are six and four. They or yeah, they played Mariners, wow. Athletics, Mariners. That's hilarious. They're, so they're done with the Mariners. They're going to the play season? in the playoffs, and that's so going to be the anecdote. But they fight, like they fight. They got runners on base. They're going to give some of our relievers a tough time because they're pesky. So it's, it'll be a fun series. I'm rooting. I'm rooting Yanks. I'm going to root Ooh. Yanks too. Um, yeah, you know, and a reminder: we knocked the Guardians out of the playoffs last year, Jim. End of their season. Uh, yeah. Bieber, Gaddis, Savali. Bieber, is that going to be the best pitcher we've seen so far? Uh, Nola. Flavors. Yeah. Okay. Mingo Cole Schmidt. Peace and chicken grease. Much love. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Happy Easter. Hey, have a happy Easter, everybody.